0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. I held it long for you guys because it's been a long time since I've recorded. (laughs) So I'm going to start with that. I'm asking for forgiveness. It's been a little while, but for good reason. I've been finishing up a lot of different um, dramas that I've been watching that I wanted to talk about for you all. So that's what I was focused on. So uh, but we will have more than one episode this week because I have um, some catch up for you all. But as you can see by the title of this episode, we will be doing the final review of Nevertheless. <laughs> so um, the infamous Nevertheless to say. Um, I, I have lots to say today about Nevertheless um, and it's going to be spoilery so if you don't want to get spoiled or nevertheless don't listen to this episode but if you have been listening to me for some you know while for some while now you basically would notice that I have been very um outspoken about Nevertheless, I did a kind of first, I did a first impressions episode. And then I also did a midpoint impressions episode. So this one is going to be kind of like my final impressions episode of Nevertheless. So I have been quite involved in Nevertheless. If you've listened to the first two um, episodes I did on Nevertheless, you would also know by that midpoint, um, I was obsessed with Nevertheless. I looked forward to watching Nevertheless (laughs) every Saturday. I built my entire Saturday around getting myself prepared to watch Nevertheless in the evening time. um, Yes, by that midpoint, I was a fan of Nevertheless. I'm serious. So all the qualms and all the issues that everyone has with Nevertheless, I, you know, I had them I think with Nevertheless as well, but I also saw like a silver lining in the kind of first half of the um, the drama. I saw where it could go. I saw the potential. I saw the writing, the storytelling there. I saw it. I saw it. Okay, and I don't want anyone to hold my previous thoughts about or impressions about Neverland's against me after listening to this episode. But I will have. To, I am admitting that I was a fan of nevertheless the first half I was um very involved (laughs) when watching it I enjoyed every moment of it that first half there I had qualms like I said with some of the things in the first half I I wasn't a big fan of the setup of the main um couple I mentioned that in my first impressions and I think I also mentioned that in my midpoint um but I did say by the midpoint, the thing that kept me most interested were the kind of side um, storylines and relationships that they were also showcasing um, in Nevertheless. So that was one of my big takeaways by the midpoint, that there was other characters that I was quite invested in outside of our main two characters, um, our two leads. And And yeah, so that was what I really, I think, <laughs> enjoyed about Nevertheless, that first half. But before I get into all my final impressions or thoughts on Nevertheless, I do want to just kind of give a quick run through of what Nevertheless even is. So Nevertheless is a Netflix original um, short kind of 10 episode episode drama and it is based off of a webtoon so it has kind of a story already um, that it is pulling from and it is starring Sung Kang as well as Han So Hee as our kind of two lead characters. We have um so he as yu na bi and um song kang played park un. um i'm not going to go through every character um hopefully if you're listening to this you've already watched nevertheless and you're familiar with the characters so i'm not going to go through everybody um but they're but they're basically um university students at a art university they are both artists um in the kind of like the sculpture major and they kind of run into each other Um, haphazardly one um, evening after Nabi breaks up with her boyfriend and they kind of just immediately have this um, kind of like immediate attraction to one another and they run back into each other again at the school and then their kind of attraction just flourishes and blooms and turns into a kind of situationship where they are friends um, but like you know They're friends, um, and then they add on some benefits to that friendship. (laughs) So let's just say that. So they get into a situationship. They don't get into an actual relationship with one another, and that is the kind of crux of the story. It's about these two university students who get into a situationship that one of them really wants to be an actual relationship, Nabi, and then one of them not really believing in the idea of needing a relationship or wanting to be in a relationship, um, Park Jae Eun. So that's the kind of crux of Never the So now that we've got that out of the way, let's just jump into my thoughts after the midpoint. Uh, so when I say midpoint, I did a first impressions on the first two episodes. And then I did a midpoint um, impressions at episode five, because it was 10 episodes. So I kind of have all these thoughts about the second half that are quite (laughs) different from the first half. (laughs) So after the first half, they basically had introduced to us some... a new character, a second male lead, who was going to be vying for the heart of Nabi alongside Jae and that was Do Hyuk. So, by the second half of the the show, we were now being presented with a love triangle situation. Uh, when in the beginning, there wasn't much of a love triangle situation. There was Nabi and Jae who were attracted to each other wanted to add a little bit of something, something to their um, friendship, and they did. So that was their kind of setup. Nabi was enjoying that. Jay <laughs> was enjoying that. That was a thing that was happening. However, they decided by the second half that, you know, there was going to be this other Second male lead character that was going to pop up, who was someone that Nabi knew growing up when they were younger back in her hometown. So he always had a crush on her kind of situation, and so he runs back into her and he gets to basically see her as this kind of adult version of herself, and she as well sees him that way, and they start to kind of re-formulate um, what they their previous friendship basically, and thus represented with a second male lead who could also be vying for Nabi's heart. However, by this point, Nabi has been quite invested in Jae She has been um, a little obsessive over kind of what they're situationship was and how it wasn't progressing to anything past a situationship and I like calling it a situationship because that's exactly what this entire drama was about was Park jae and Nabi's situationship that never turned into a relationship until it did you know but whatever so the fact that they presented us with a second bell lead at the second half of this drama who was the complete opposite of Jae-un. He was someone that Nabi had already known, was quite familiar with, has been friends with for years, um, but who also was absolutely in love (laughs) with Nabi and would do anything for Nabi and just wanted her to like him. So that was the complete opposite of Jae-un by this when we meet him. And so you're kind of like, hey, he's not a bad guy. You know, Nabi, look at this nice guy over here. This is totally different from what you're going through with Jae Eun. Why won't you consider him? So at least that's what I did. I When I was presented with the second male lead, I was a little excited. I thought, hey, we're going to shake things up a bit. They're going to kind of, maybe they'll allow us to fall in love with this new kind of um, relationship that not be formed with someone other than ja, and that would be a nice little contention and make us feel like we don't know who she to choose right <laughs> right however, listening to my first impressions episode, I mentioned. And I might have brought it up again in the midpoint, but I know in my first impressions episode of Nevertheless, I mentioned that what I would like to see most from this drama at that very beginning was that we would have this relationship, whatever, with Jae Eun and Nabi be one that is unfortunately a little toxic, one that they obviously are not right for each other. They want different things from one another. They keep butting heads about what they want from one another. It's never going to work, right? That is what I said I wanted to see from this drama. I wanted to see them butt heads. So much so that by the end of the drama, they both realize, hey, we're not supposed to be together. This isn't going to work, but you know what? It was fun while it lasted. That is what I wanted this drama to to do that to me was what the drama had set itself up for again I have not read the webtoon I don't know what the original story actually tells so I had none of that kind of information coming in to this watching this drama that's what I put on the drama by based off of what they set up in the first two episodes I mean in my first impressions I was like hey this has the potential to do something realistic with this these two characters because that was one of the things I kept reading about all the reviews and highlights um, when this drama first started airing it was all about how realistic it was the realism of the relationships and the push and pull and the youthfulness and the kind of you know, indecisiveness of being a young adult, you know, dating and and falling in love and like with other people and sleeping around. You know, everyone kept spouting about how realistic this drama was compared to, you know, other K drama scenarios. And I was like, Yeah, I totally see that. They're if they do this right, it will be it could totally do that. It could totally be this kind of realistic tale of university dating (laughs) lives. Um, and I was excited for that. And I saw that in the first two episodes. That's why I said what would work and what would make this most realistic to me at least would be these two characters fighting against each other the entire time while also being infatuated with each other. So not knowing the difference between infatuation and love, but thinking is love, but really it's just infatuation and you're going back and forth. And then at the end of it all, after being presented with maybe a better situation or option or relationship, they recognize recognize that hey what we have isn't what we want (laughs) this is what I want so this is what I'm gonna choose the end that was the nevertheless story that I was banking on (laughs) for Park um, Jayun and Yunabi that's what I was banking on (laughs) is that what happened no No, that is not what happened. Okay, so now that we know that's not what happened, now I'm going to talk about why this was a problem for me and why it completely changed the experience of watching this drama for me after enjoying it for five episodes. So for it to have been spouting or for people to have put on this drama how realistic this drama was portraying its young youthful university characters dealing with relationships and you know that kind of side of life for it to have that place on it it definitely did not live up to it if anything it went completely the cliched route all of a sudden i mean the fact that they threw in the love triangle and made the two male lead characters for Nabi complete, the complete antithesis of each, <laughs> each other was like, what? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> because now you're like, oh, then she has a clear option. She has a clear choice. She should choose the good guy, right? Putting Jae Eun as the bad guy. But what they felt to do with Jae Eun was completely developed him as the bad guy. In the first five episodes, so the first half of the drama, Nabi, she wrestles with this. She keeps thinking he's a bad guy. He's not a good guy. He's just a player. He, you know, he just flirts a lot, you know. He doesn't want a relationship. He's just dragging her along. But then at the same time, he would do little things that would reveal to her and even to us, the audience that hey, he's actually a nice guy. He's actually really sweet. He's actually really caring. He just doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, nobby. That's what they kept doing um, all in the beginning, first half of the drama. So that wasn't anything new. But while doing that, and, and allowing him to be presented as like he's not the bad guy, I promise you. But not allowing him to ever fully develop as this good guy for Nabi, we're we put we keep him in the bad guy category. And so, and then we have a new character come in, and he's the good guy. He's the actual representation of good guy. It's hard for us to keep viewing Jae as a good guy, but yet Nabi's telling us. Throughout the drama, that he's a good guy, and so yeah, no, not buying it, right? But wh- like I said, with the cliche moments, you threw in a love triangle. That's pretty cliche for a K drama. So for you to be spouting yourself, you know, you're going to be so realistic. That was quite cliche. Um, then things like in the. <laughs> The end of the drama when they set up a scenario for Park Jae-un to basically rescue Nabi and become her knight in shining armor right in the final hour um very cliche <laughs> very cliche and she again is putting him up in this pedestal of no he's perfect he's wonderful I love him scenario it's like come uh, I mean, she doesn't say love him at any point. She says she likes him. Okay, but even that kind of realization on her, on her, um, in in the last episode, was just like, really, you waited until the last episode to present these type of moments for Park Jin's character. Mm, that's great. That's wonderful. Um. Oh, and another cliched moment that they decided to go the route they decided to go. Was that was that Park Cheng Un had saw Nabi for the very first time at her lowest moment when she was basically having a falling out with her ex at the um exhibition art exhibition that we meet her at. Wow, that was cliche. I mean, of course he saw her in that moment and he thought she was so beautiful as she was staring at the sculpture of her bent over. (laughs) I mean, I thought that was laughable that they decided to throw that in there. Like, again, quite cliche moment for, you know, the, the male protagonist to have known the female protagonist in the very beginning before he actually meets her. You know, it cliche 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 um so that whole kind of super realistic story tell telling that this drama was gonna was presenting itself to be in the beginning was not the case it was very cliched by the end of the drama was it realistic no not necessarily i don't think it was it wasn't a real um, at least it wasn't to me by the end of the drama um, so this is something else that I want to point out about Nevertheless, and it's the characterizations of Park jae Um I mentioned, I think in the midpoint, my midpoint impressions that I believe that because I was, was rooting for them not ending up together at the end of the drama and them realizing that they're not meant for each other, I was rooting for Park jae character to recognize that he could be his character. He could be himself. This young guy who's charming and flirtatious and beautiful and everyone loves him and also You know, not wanting a relationship because he's young and he doesn't need a relationship I was hoping he would understand that he could be that character that would be fine, you're okay that way and I thought there was no reason he needed to change for Nabi and all of a sudden decide hey, this is what I need to do if I want to be with her like I didn't think that was necessary because that's not what I was rooting for (laughs) for the drama and I stand by that, I completely stand by that um And I also like the idea of Nobby was going to be the girl character that that couldn't accept that he would never change. Um, And I think it would be fine if she was the character who really wanted him to change, but then recognize that, hey, he's not going to change, and you know what? that's okay. Cause I'm going to move on with my life. You know, that was been fine as well. Um, but instead she was the girl looking for him to change and to be something that he wasn't. And I thought that was unfair for both of their characters. I'm sorry. I, I stand by that. I believe that that was unnecessary. So, it, but in saying this, I brought this up because the, one of the big issues with this drama as a whole, that, multiple people have been saying around the internet (laughs) has been Park jae uns character. His character is absolutely one-dimensional. It was the flattest character you could find in this story. There were some other flat characters but his character was the flattest for it to be a lead character. The problem with his character was that they never told us anything about him he never developed as a person as a person that we grew to know Nabi knew and I'm sorry knows nothing about him even at the end of this drama the last final episode Nabi knows nothing about that man she knows nothing about him as do none of his friends and none of the people in the school they re- they even say that at the end of the drama Us, the audience, we know nothing about Park Jae-un. He's so, so one-dimensional. We saw only his face value. We never got to see anything else beyond kind of what he presented on the surface. Even when the drama had moments where they would give us inside his head kind of um, voiceover moments where we could actually find out what he's thinking in the moment. Even in those moments, he was saying what we, th- to me, it felt like he was saying what we thought he should be saying. You know, when you like are taking a test, like a personality test, and you know the right answer that the, the personality test wants you to respond, you know, want you to say because that's going to get you a certain result. <laughs> that's how I felt all of his little voiceover inside his head moments were. And they were very telling and not telling as in like, oh, they were very telling, but in telling in that they were telling us instead of showing us and I thought those were stupid like why would you do that we you could have showed us his real feelings by having him do certain things instead we would have him like with his puppy eyes in the background staring at Nobby and he would get a little emotional. His tear, you know, he would get a little, you know, see a little bit in his emotions in his face and we could tell like maybe he's feeling something. Uh, uh, Okay, but he would say something else. It it was completely uncalled. It was uncalled for and it wasn't well done um, in revealing anything about his character if that's what those moments were supposed to be. They weren't very revealing to me at all. So I thought, That was a problem. They could have gave him more backstory. Even when they tried to reveal a little bit about his mother and his mother not ever really being active in his life, and then kind of popping up to present him a car, you know, that whole scene felt like a throwaway because they never followed up with that. They never followed through with that, and that was unfair again to the character because we needed to know more about him. Nobby needed to know more about him. So when we get to the end of the show. And Nobby's with him, she chooses him, she ends up with him. I, as the audience member, am wondering why. What does she know about him that she loves or likes so much? And that's when I realized that this entire drama, those two and their relationship, was nothing but infatuation. The entire thing, it was nothing. Uh, It's nothing but infatuation. And I even, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to actually look up the definition of infatuation because, and read it to you all because this is what um, I believe is the truth about these two. Um, So if you just literally look up the definition of infatuation, the short definition is an intense, but short-lived passion or admiration for someone or something boom, that's them. That's them. It was super intense, super intense in the beginning and not even in the beginning, throughout the entire drama, their entire situationship is intense. Everything about it is intense and but it's passionate um, and they absolutely are so passionate for one another um, and that's it because she doesn't know him <laughs> at all. I don't even really know much about Nobby's personal life as well. So again, You can't really just say they're absolutely in love with each other or enamored with each other because they've never, they don't know each other. Another definition of infatuation um, is infatuation or being smitten is the state of being carried away by an unreasoned passion, usually towards another person for whom whom one has developed strong um, romantic or platonic feelings for. So again... I stand by that this was nothing but a story of infatuation. Um, So for them to have made at the end technically ended up together or started dating each other at the end, it technically can work at the same time. Does it make sense? No, not really. I think it would have been more realistic if they would have recognize that they were being, they were infatuated with each other and recognizing that, hey, this is not what it's all cracked up to be. And let me um, revisit this after taking some time, you know, that would have been more realistic. But then at the same time, it is realistic if you think about the idea of people being in relationship with people that they are just kind of infatuated with, hoping that one day will blossom into something else. So if you want to look at it from that route, yes, that could be realistic as well. But for the way that the story was told and the way they presented the characters, they didn't even set that up <laughs> to go that route either. So again, the setup fell flat. Um, so that's kind of like some of my top characters I mean top kind of thoughts on this drama after watching this kind of final episode um something else that I want to talk about would be Nabi and Do Hyuk's situation um So like I said, I didn't mind them bringing in a second male lead as as part of a kind of triangle situation because I, unlike some people who were kind of like, when they were praising nevertheless in the beginning about how it's super realistic, this is so real, this is different from other dramas, it's different, it's different. You know, as people were spouting that, I was like, okay, and because (laughs) honestly, I like my tropes and my kind of cliche moments in my k-dramas that's why I love k-dramas so it's not that I don't like when things switch it up and things are different but at the same time I don't belittle dramas that allow those moments to happen so you putting in a love triangle in a drama I you know I can get behind I don't have any problems with that the thing is is that my my big thing about love triangles is that you got to make it so that both of the kind of main the two that are fighting over the the main lead or whatever those two have to be worthy of her so or or him whoever situation it may be so that us as the audience we have a hard time deciding who we want the main character to end up with I think that's the fun of love triangles when you're kind of tormented by it when it's so obvious and you're like they should be with x that it's it's like frustrating when it's not like that you know when you have two people fighting for the person you're like it doesn't make sense when this person's the right one for them um and that's when love triangles can be annoying and I can't stand them so for this when they brought in Do Hyuk's character to be kind of like a part of this love triangle I didn't mind it I don't mind love triangles if I feel like they set it up right they did not set it up right because they set him up as the you know the good guy versus the bad guy but then also as the good guy, he also was flat. All he was was a good guy who was absolutely in love with Nabi and would do anything for her and just wanted her to like him. And that was, that was his character. Like that was no yolk's character. Um, but he was, but the thing I did like about him, he was again, the complete opposite of um, our bad guy Park Jae-yon because he was upfront he was honest he was telling her things like hey this is what i this is how i feel about you this is what i want hey i'll wait for you hey let, just let me know when hey i know you like Park jae but just let me know when like that was do character and i couldn't be mad at him if anything i was endeared i was like hey you go boy you let her know how you feel because she's not getting that over there with jae yoon like keep at it so i actually was I actually like that about Do-Hyuk's character. So when I started to notice that Nabi was completely disregarding do and his feelings towards her, then I had a problem with Nabi. Now now it's me, now me and Nabi have a problem. Now me and Nabi have an issue. You know, I was okay with her being running, you know, running behind Jae-Un like, you know, a little puppy. I was okay with her doing that. I said, hey, go ahead. Do you. That's okay. You can be that girl. However... The minute she started disregarding Do Hyuk's feelings for her by kind of just like, you know, pushing it off, never actually acknowledging it, never actually saying to him, hey, hey, I know you feel this way, but this is where I am. She doesn't do that until like the final scene with him in the final episode. And he tells her pretty early on in the show that he has feelings for her. So the complete disregard on Nabi's part towards his feelings was a no-go for me. I said, absolutely not. Because if you remember in the first half of the drama, she gave a lower classman, some young guy, some spring chicken a chance to date her like she actually gave him a chance to date her she let him take her out and she, and so and he and he did her wrong in the end and she still didn't say anything to him she just kind of like let him have it but for Do she didn't even give him a chance she would not let him cross that line she's like buddy this is the line you're over there I'm over here with Jae Un. so we can be friends from across this line. That's what Nabi did with Do Hyuk, and I thought that was wrong. It was just disrespectful, if you ask me. So, yeah, didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. Um, so again, I thought that was a waste of a character and a waste of a plot um, device. Um, the the love triangle that was a complete waste. They could have left that completely out of the drama, and no one would have batted a lash. Um, it was unnecessary and they could have did better um so yeah could stand it could not stand it another thing I did not like um and I kind of had called this in the beginning I was like the runaway characters again cliche this drama had tons of cliches for people to have been spouting that it was like so different like the runaway character where you have the character you know, not wanting to face the other, so they disappear, and another person has to go running behind them to look for them. That happens um, with at, at the end here, where Park Jae he disappears off the face of the earth after um, swooping in like a knight in shining, shining armor for Nabi and the, her final hour for her project. He saves her for that, and then disappears, and she has to kind of finish school, wondering where he went, and no one knows where he went is he going to show back up for the final exhibition? Who knows? Where is he? You know, that whole situation. I was like, spare me. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was so cliche. And it was like, of course, Dobby's waiting for him to come show up um, to see her final piece. Um, But yeah, it was, that was boring and, and expected and, didn't add anything to his character or Navi's character or even making sense of their relationship and why it should happen. It didn't give any kind of fuel to that fire for me at least. Um it just yeah, it, it the story didn't do their push and pull justice because that was one of the things I said I liked. I liked the idea of them having a push and pull relationship that was borderline toxic. I don't condone <laughs> toxic relationships, but in a storytelling aspect, you know, you let things slide. And so a little bit of a toxic relationship where they weren't good for each other, but they still kept coming back to each other. Like I was okay with that setup if they realized that it was okay not for that for that not to work for them anymore. Um and that they decided to go their separate ways at the end. But um, but no, they didn't do that. And they also never let us, the audience, see Nabi and Jae really get to know each other. I'm not convinced they know each other. I'm not convinced they know enough about each other to actually like, be in like with one another, let alone be in love with one another. So... There's that. I believe they we've seen enough to know that they can be infatuated with each other, but that's about it. Um, But this is going to bring me to why I think they're set it up for a continuation or a season two. And if that's the case... How I felt about the ending of Vincenzo is how I feel about the ending of this drama. About the entire drama, though. Not so much about Vincenzo. But this idea of, like, you making decisions that hurt your current storyline in your whatever season that we're watching. This current storyline that we're watching. You're hurting it because you're trying to set up a season two. That's not making sense to me. This is one of my reasons why I don't watch traditional um, Western television. It's because I don't like the idea of a season two, a season three, a season four, a season five, when to me, it's not obvious for that storyline. It's not obvious for that plot to have a continuation. It's not necessary for that storyline to have a continuation. There are stories that definitely lends itself for multiple seasons and multiple storylines and you know continuing on past its original airing there are tons of storylines for that but there are others that absolutely don't have that set up and to me this did not have that set up could it have had that set up yes absolutely but it doesn't need it and I feel like this first season if this is a first season Suffered because they were trying to set up a second season. Because what it looked like to me was that they purposely did not reveal everything about Park Jae oon because there's more to be told about him in another season. Same thing with Nabi. Um, same thing with Do You know, even like the ending, the very end when she and Park Jae are walking and holding hands, and she happens to see Do Hyuk um, in a restaurant, smiling, laughing. You know, looking happy, and she kind of stops in her tracks to look at him. And And she kind of lets go of Park Jae-yoon's hand at that moment. But then she recognizes like, hey, no, no, it's fine. And she keeps, you know, walking with Jae-yoon. That whole thing, that was, again, why are we trying to make things messy at the very end of the drama? That was the final scene of the drama. And that's what they leave us on with her kind of being like taken aback by Do-hyuk in that moment while holding Park Jae-yoon's hand. Like, you're trying to set it up for something to continue in another season. And I don't appreciate that because you hurt this current season trying to set that up. <laughs> so that could be just me. That could just be me. But, you know, hey, hey, if there's a season two, <laughs> I said it, didn't I? Um, but anyway, let me talk really quickly about other disappointments about this drama besides the main, um, the main couple. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in my midpoint impressions, I told you how much I was thoroughly enjoying the characters of So Jiwon and Yoon Seol. I absolutely adored those two and their little friendship, but friendship also not sure if it's just a friendship because there was obviously you know the setup that they were maybe both attracted to one another maybe both in love with one another and so seeing that and because there was a lesbian storyline um seeing that and being and being set up I was like oh my gosh this is really good they're doing a really good job with this um they even had a This is, you guys help me with this. They also had a male character presented in the first episode or first two episodes or something like that, that was kind of going to, that was, who was interested in Yoon Sol and that was the catalyst for kind of Jiwon to start recognizing maybe she had some kind of feelings towards her best friend Sol Um, and because she was a little jealous of him and his relationship and connection to Sol. However, he completely disappeared off the face of the earth. They had him, they brought him back one more time to talk to Soul for like three seconds and then he was gone again. And that was a waste, an absolute waste. They could have did so much there with him and Soul and G1 and them realizing and coming to terms with their kind of feelings for each other, but they wasted him. They completely disregarded that character, which was a waste. Um, But then also, what I didn't like, what they ended up doing with Soul and jiwon they set them up where jiwon was basically struggling with this kind of coming to terms with Soul being more than just her friend, while Soul was getting to the point where she's like, hey, there's something here. I am pretty sure about my feelings. I'm having a hard time even being around you because I don't know how else to be around you without letting you know how much I love you, basically. But jiwon was like, still just kind of pandering and being like no yep I I see she's kind of there's something going on there but I'm gonna completely disregard it and ignore it you know that to me I didn't mind as well because it kind of set up the idea that G1 was unsure about her with not only her feelings towards soul but then maybe coming to terms with what that meant for her being someone who likes girls like I thought that was her coming kind of to terms with that as well. But the thing with that (laughs) was that that ended up not being the case. It just ended up being another case of the character, the best friend characters don't want to ruin their friendship because once they start dating and then they break up, then they can't be friends anymore situation. That was Jiwon's whole hesitation the entire time that she was coming to terms with the fact that they had feelings for one another what (laughs) I'm sorry not speak about another cliche we've seen that in multiple dramas before where the two best friend characters won't go past being best friends because they don't want to ruin the friendship um because it may you know once they start dating what will happen to their friendship if they break up you know we've seen that multiple times before and sometimes it works and it makes sense um, for those characters the way that they have presented them the whole time but that's not how they were setting up Jiwon's character they were making it seem as if she was having a hard time coming to terms with feelings for her best friend because of it being a girl that's what they were setting it up as and yet the reveal was like nope it's just that she was hesitant because hey that was her best friend and she didn't want to you know ruin the friendship and I don't buy it I didn't buy it and I think I was a missed opportunity like they could have really delved delved a little deeper there they could have really went presented those two characters in a in a light that I think would have done justice to them and I and I they didn't they ended up being kind of like oh they're together and one episode it all kind of wrapped up in a neat little bow and they were together all of a sudden. And, and it was like, okay, these are their characters. They're happy now. And it was unfair because you were still dragging out the Park J. and Nabi situation that was already to me had told, had ran its course, but you wrapped up their storyline super quickly. That could have had a lot more, um, meaningful things come from it and i and i thought that was a complete waste complete waste and then the whole thing with bitna and her best friend Kyo Hyun's their relationship again i had enjoyed the beginnings of that but then after the controversy con- controversies surrounding the actual actor of Kyo Hyun and how they had to basically limit his screen time that got really choppy and awkward and i felt really bad for the actress and how that kind of her character and her storyline, how it kind of just was like, what? <laughs> just kind of fell a little flat. Um, yeah, so that was a shame. But then I will say the two kind of like, you know, on saving graces that came through towards the final hour for me were the two, the grad students, their relationship to me was quite, um, was probably the most realistic, um, and the sweetest relationship in the end for me, at least. Um, their kind of ending up living together because she was (laughs) uh, one of the grasses was homeless and then him ending up taking her in and then how they started to bond together, living together, but still working together and then seeing each other in a different light now that they're living together. Oh, I love their little progression. I loved it. And even towards the end, how they still never actually came out and was like, Hey, I like you. Hey, I like you too. They still were just kind of showing their like for one another. They did not tell us, they showed us, you know, the key to storytelling. <laughs> but you know, again side characters and yeah. So that... (laughs) so yeah that those two characters at the final hour for me were the, the cutest and to me the most realistic of the of the relationships that they portrayed in this drama um and wasn't as cliche i mean even though there was a cliche of the moving in together but like the way that they gradually started to like each other and gradually started to get to know each other because they were living together and working together and um, being there for one another and like when they were you know helping each with their kind of like little job or whatever. Like those moments were cute. And that was realistic. Like that to me is like how you end up liking someone, how you end up being with someone and dating someone. And they, in the end, don't even end up together. Technically, we kind of just see them recognizing and realizing how happy they are to that they're there for one another. That was realistic. And you know what? And now that I'm just saying that, that could be the, the genius of this entire drama. Oh! <gasps> What if that was it? What if that what if that was the genius of this drama that the oldest characters that like they were actually older characters, they were grad students, so these were you know older you know older characters, their representation of like how a relationship comes to be and how a relationship forms and how people end up liking each other and dating each other, they're the example of it versus the other characters and their relationships which were kind of just very immature and very adolescent. (gasps) Is that the genius to nevertheless? (laughs) Now I'm just being a little facetious but still if that's the case wonderful I caught it I got it I saw right through it but yeah again there this drama was one of the biggest disappointments of the year for me um i was there the first half of this drama i was completely there they had me um and then they completely lost me in the in the second half i mean episode 6 to 10 lost me completely lost me um and what a shame because the setup was there man the setup was there i've i've read a little bit of the rumblings that this did differ from the actual story some of the ending did in the ending did differ from the ending of the original webtoon so hmm, that would explain some things (laughs) Um, but either way this story didn't end up being what i thought it was going to be this drama did not end up being what i thought it was going to be um am i glad i watched it sure (laughs) <laughs> sure I am um, I did like the first half of this drama um, I I, I loved I will never take away if anything the, the best OST of K-dramas this year has to be Nevertheless boy was that b- music beautiful um, I can listen to that outside of this drama on a day to day basis beautiful OST will not take that away from this drama the cinematography the way this drama is shot beautiful I mean some of the most lovely scenes they knew what to do with their beautiful characters that they had I mean they act like you know they made sure to make make them look as beautiful as possible we got that um, lovely lovely setup um, as far as the way, way that it looked so I will never take that away from it, nevertheless the second half of this drama I will say ruined the drama for me um, there were things they could have done to save this, to make us a little bit better, and it wasn't her ending up with Do hyung necessarily. It wasn't her ending up with no one. You know, it wasn't her. She could have ended up with so um, for Park jae Young, and and I would have been okay, and it would have been a good ending. There was definitely room for that. It just they didn't give us that setup. So shame, absolute shame. <sighs> so this is something I'm going to leave and end my kind of final impressions of nevertheless as I, I am not a fan of insects. (laughs) I am not a fan of insects. I have been told by people in my life um, that I've met before that my, that I remind them of a butterfly, that my spirit animal should be a butterfly. And I Always, (laughs) Always, <laughs> I always rejected that. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I don't like insects and I don't even like butterflies. I honestly believe that butterflies are nothing but moths with colorful wings. Um, and this drama, for me, reminded me of that thought. It was nothing but a moth with a lot of pretty wings. <laughs> with some pretty wings. It was... Still a moth. So, yeah, such a shame. I really wish they would have gone a different direction. I really wish they would have utilized their characters a little better. I really wish they would have. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about the acting um, because I know that was one of the qualms with this drama. Of a lot of people have an issue with Silk Kong and even. Um, Nabi um, Sohee's acting in this drama. I, I didn't have necessarily a problem with their acting. I sometimes put issues with acting on the plot and the character and what the actors have been given. And I feel like So Kung he might have been, uh, and it might have been the case of what you were given. You don't have much to work with, so you're going to get what you get. That's what that could have been. Um, and same thing with Sohee. There was a little... There was some stillness to her character that I don't think anyone but actual good writing would have pumped life back into. And that good writing did not follow through in the end there with her character either. So, yeah, shame. Shame. And then a lot of characters kind of like disappeared. Like the Sol-al, Sola character, who was the kind of friend of Song Kong. She just kind of was, like, irrelevant. Same thing with the guy who was presenting a little kind of riff in between Souls and Jiwan's relationship. Non-factor. I mean, yeah, just a shame. Just an absolute shame. And even Do Hyuk's character was a non-factor character as well. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I have, I'm not, there's nothing else I need to say about this drama. I keep going on and on. that's not necessary. It's really not necessary. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap this up here. Um, there's nothing else. There's nothing else I need to say. There's something else. So, sorry if this was not the most uh, positive or happy go lucky or funny um, review or final impressions of Nevertheless. I'm sure other people are covering it a lot better than I am, but these are just kind of my final impressions. That's literally what these episodes are for me. I just kind of want to leave you with my thoughts. Um, On this drama, so that you know, when I look back at the end of the year and I go through my list of fave dramas and not so fave dramas, you know, I have a way of recognizing why it wasn't my fave. And I think I got down pretty good my thoughts on why this was not the fave. Um, But yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, I know again, I have been missing for the past week, but I have this episode planned and maybe two more, one more, at least for sure. Um, So stick around for the new episodes that'll be coming out this week. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Love this off.